everyone, and welcome again to another episode of Out of Character with Cotton, and I'm Jupiter. Hello, Cotton. Hello, Jupiter. Good to be back. Good it's, to been, be... It's, it's been, been a while, so right? Yeah, it's been a while since we recorded one of these. Uh... Well, all right, so everybody, just so, you're, so you have context. Um, our editor has decided to be responsible and get a job for the summer. So he asked if we could get a backlog going instead of recording like the Sunday before it's supposed to release since he doesn't have a lot of time to edit. So we are doing that. We're now going to be a month ahead on our recordings. So we have to double up. So now after we record this, we'll be one month ahead and then we can go back to our every other Sunday recording. As long as we maintain that, we'll be okay. Yeah, I cannot wait till we return to our general lackadaisical. Right? uh, uh, It's making us work harder because he went and got a job. And yeah, and like, is our editor like 19? I'm being told, yeah. I'm a 36 year old man. I have a 19 year old who's like, look, I gotta go flip these burgers. <laughs> you guys gotta like, you know, I gotta crack the whip here on you guys. Like, get you, you, oh, get, no. get, get it together. You gotta he's get it together. He's responsible. He's the, the most responsible 19 year old I know. I He's he's just he's going to college. He's got a job. He's great with his money. He's, he knows where he's going. He's Everything's great. He's, he's doing life right. So I'm Remember when 19 year olds woke up in Mexico and they weren't sure why? Those are the halcyon days. <laughs> but now, because he's responsible, we have to be responsible and work harder on this one Sunday. So, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about it. Thank God That's I have enough terrible. gin to get me through this. Right? You know, like... <laughs> We'd have to turn to alcohol because you're making yeah. us do two hours of recording. You know, ex- yeah. He's a nerve. <laughs> he's, he's a taskmaster. He's the man. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about fandoms tonight now this is a broad topic how do you propose we tackle this i think men can talk about it too um (laughs) (laughs) you know i don't i don't really need to restrict it in any event uh there we go okay so fandoms i think they're great i'm i'm unequivocally a fan of fandoms i i embrace it arms wide open you know, All bring fandoms? them on. I mean, well, the concept of them. I mean, I'm sure there's some weird, you know, like I. Most sure fandoms have. You know, have hi, I was Nambla, the not the fandom side. I'm in, bro. Okay. You know? so, but <laughs> no. so all fandoms have a good side and a bad side. There's there's the good side and the toxic side. This is true. This is true. I think you have to navigate this as a person in the fandom, both mm-hmm. keeping yourself in the on the on the lighter side of, of life. Not taking okay. it or yourself too seriously, right? Is that okay. kind of what you're driving towards? There? No, no, no. I'm just asking because you're just like I'm a I'm a fan of fandoms. I think they're great, and I'm like, really? No, say they don't have unalloyed bad side. It's like alcohol. I think it's huh. great, so therefore there's no problems with it. It's not what I said. It's not what I said, okay. Jupiter. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I put words in your mouth. I'm sorry. Thought I could. You've been drinking. Nice try. <laughs> you are too smart for me, sir. So there are fandoms for basically everything right like everything has a fan- oh like yeah everything can have a fandom apparently. yeah if, if you apparently, don't know you just you the just south Google has it. its own fandom in the confederate flag they're big fans anyway <laughs> and, uh, at least they dress up which i guess is a part of a fandom you're right i guess you're not technically wrong like cosplay, they, cosplay? they have yeah. gatherings they have conventions they have memorabilia it's a fandom God, I hate. I never have I hated how someone was right so much before. <laughs> <laughs> I tr- truly, truly, what a terrible thing that you. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> Gosh, <gasps> I wonder if there's fanfic. 
Yeah, it's called uh, Mississippi History Books. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, okay. But anything can have a fa- everything has a fandom. Yeah, everything. Everything has a fandom. <laughs> and Some of which are not terrible revolts no, against no, the country. No, 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 For no, example, no. It could be um, or possibly Marvel. Harry Potter. You know? Marvel. Harry Potter has a fan- has yes. There's a there's the there's the light side of the Harry Potter fandom, and then there's the very dark side. Of the Harry Potter fandom, like, you know what? Before I before I get myself in any more trouble, I feel like I've been digging <laughs> enough. What do you mean the dark? Like, what's an example, right, of of the dark side of the Harry Potter fandom? They kind of take these teenagers and put them in very adult situations. Okay, so pretty much we're we're talking like Draco Malfoy and Harry as he strokes his blonde. Is that what we're yeah, talking about? Are we going kind of down? Weird fan fickiness where they they're kind of like yeah they change it they they yeah it's a weirdness. There's a weirdness there. Um, the cons- the conspiracies, the I've I've seen on Reddit where some people are like, oh my gosh, this one scene, um, when Harry makes the smile, you could just see how much he is happy about what he's done. He's reunited his friends, but then in the next second, you know it all falls apart. Like he's had, the- and then it's like, whoa, 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 you guys are really thinking about this one second of film. Yeah, they're, they're saying what they want to see into it. I think this okay. is clearly a case of somebody yeah. coming of age, and that's fine. Like, I think the longest fan fiction in the world, or it was recently superseded by uh, something in Japan I don't recognize, but it, it, for a while it was number one, now it's number two, is a Super Smash Brothers fanfic. So a, a game with zero plot is, like, the second longest work of fiction in the history of man. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But that's that's in the fan fix. So we're talking fandoms, and right, that's a very so, narrow part of it. Right, I'm fandom. talking about conventions. I'm talking about people who dress up as stormtroopers. I'm talking about people who go to people who go to BlizzCon yeah. with their like awesome plastic or foam armor, all like custom painted. Uh, you know, and show up to these conventions and and high five each other. In in the Star Trek people who talk shit about the Star Wars people and back and forth. That's the stuff. I, that's what I'm excited about. I just love seeing that enthusiasm. A fandom is a participatory community that grows out of a piece of media that has come to dominate pop culture. It is not simply being a fan of something. It is performing being a fan by creating transformative works, collecting knowledge, cosplaying, attending conventions, and ever increasingly being vocal online. Being vocal online. That's doing a lot of work, isn't it? Yeah. I'm being vocal online. <laughs> with a... Everybody's opinion means something now. Yeah, no, that's really fine. That's share your. I, I have a opinion. I mean, we all we are all part of a. And if you don't care, then it wouldn't matter. But we do. Like I'm, I'm a fan. And I know. You know. Do you know where the term fan comes from? No. Please enlighten me. A fanatic. Ah. That is. It is. It is not okay. some other word like the Philly fanatic. Mm-hmm. There you go. That, that that's what fan. They were called the fanatics, and so that got shortened to fans. And it's very appropriate. That's exactly where that word should have come from in okay. a poetic world. So, so you're 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 very pro fandoms. You think it's great to be involved in you know to have to, to have oh, a shared yes. like like to dress up as a stormtrooper and be part of the Star Wars. Yes, my wife Robin and I have gone to the steampunk convention in Atlanta, which unfortunately like stopped in 2019, but they're supposed to be coming back. Whatever, we dressed up in our steampunky way. People give steampunk people shit. I don't know why, but but, but the point is there a picture of you dressed up as steampunky? Yes, 
There's oh a my picture gosh, of I me need that picture? in steampunk regalia. I need that picture. I will I will see what I can do. Oh, do you do your best Baron Honeybun voice with your steampunk regalia? I don't think it was the Baron Honeybun, but I had I had oddly enough a Cthulhu based vibe to the oh, character. I had this okay. idea that it was like a time traveling uh steampunkian uh like villain slash assassin. Kinda of, kinda of, kind of sort of based on the, the baddies from uh the Umbrella Academy. Okay. Wow. And uh yeah, I, I wanna say it was uh God was yes, it was it was Dr. Calvin Amari. Get it? Cal Amari. Octopus logo. Oh my uh-huh. gosh. And it had like I had like this octopus like uh like like tie clip or tie tie pin, you know, type of thing. And this mm. yeah, it was it was in the top hat. <laughs> my goodness. I did not know you cosplayed. All I wanted was like a gold tooth for like my left upper canine. So when I was when you smiled you see that little the little glimmer. Like that that was that would be like the cherry on the the cherry on the uh the, the Sunday. Sunday. Wow. Yeah. So what other so you're a steampunk fan. What else? What other fandoms do you do you belong to? Do you subscribe to? I would say there's a a, a lightish fandom in a very broad uh dispersal. So I like Marvel. I think it's cool. I like comic books kinda sorta in general. Admittedly for the movies. I never read them much as a kid for various reasons. But I like the world. I like I like anything with the superhero kind of vibe. So any of that I can dig. And I love when people talk. I, I I view those things as a tool to communicate an idea. I love storytelling. So all of these, this, this sort of like, you know, there was like a zombie phase back in the 2000s. Well, now we're in the superhero phase. Everyone okay. and everything is about superheroes. The Umbrella Academy, the Nevers on HBO. Like everything has superpowers now. But you're, what they're doing is they're using it as a tool to communicate the two-bit philosophy that undergirds any good form of fiction. So I like that. I think that's cool. I love how you can use alternate worlds and alternate superpowers to have an idea, to have an agenda, and to kind of communicate it in a slightly subtle way. You know, X-Men is not really about mutants. It was about the 1960s, slash, you know, like, like racism, Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X, or Dr. Xavier versus uh, Magneto. That mm-hmm. was that. That's what the. That's who those people are explicitly and admittedly designed mm-hmm. to evoke. And so you take this really cool storyline. It has all kinds of B plots and other stories that have evolved out of it. But that's what it was really about. I think that's cool. <laughs> you know, uh, the debate. But I actually have a a philosophy book on Captain America versus Tony Stark or Iron Man, and it's a book with like little vignettes by various philosophers on who they would back and why. I think that's interesting. Wow. That is really going deep into yes, the that's, dynamics that's, of fictional characters. I love Warcraft. I'm a, I'm, I have been a Warcraft fan since the early 90s uh-huh. when I was a kid. It was, it was my first fandom. It was definitely uh-huh. my first. Like I, I, I absorbed the Warcraft lore from the, the manual back in the day, like circa 1994-ish, 95. Uh-huh. And just uh, absor- loved it. I knew everything. I knew where everything on the map was. I knew... Uh, Warcraft 3 came out, more lore. I played World of Warcraft. I knew where everything was supposed to. Holy shit, that Stormwind, that's where it's supposed to be, more or less. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I was, you know, that was a thing I loved. And I would love to go to BlizzCon and dress up in cosplay. That'd be so awesome. And to meet other people who are like, hey, you love the same shit I do. Hey, you love the same shit I love. Woo, high five. Let's drink beer and talk about it. What a great thing. 
it's like instant friends. It's like summer camp. It's it's belonging to a, a community. So it's it's finding like a tribe. It's it's finding others like you. Yes, specifically the alliance because the hordes can go <laughs> suck it, and they're terrible. Wow. And we should build a giant wall in front of that portal, wow. and send them back home to their shitty planet. Anyway, that's <laughs> things you say. Things a southerner should never say. <laughs> <laughs> they they invaded Azeroth, and they did not send their best. I'll say. I'll say. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Building a wall. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Make Azeroth great again. There. <laughs> anyway, what do you what uh, uh what do you think about stuff? So, as I listen to your excitement and the sheer the the joy and passion you have for your fandoms, I feel like I've let you down on this. I don't think I really have any. I don't think I'm part of any fandom. The fellow traveler only. You appreciate I mean, the enthusiasm, but you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to put on foam armor. Like I like Harry Potter, but I don't delve into the psychology and philosophy of it. I like Marvel movies, but I don't know all the trivia about the comic books and everything. I, I hear things from other people, and I oh that's interesting. But okay. I, I mean, there are things I like. I love the Star Wars movies, but I don't know everything about it. I don't delve into it. I don't talk about it. I don't. It's just I enjoy it, like superficially. That's it. I love Call of Cthulhu, but I don't like delve into it. Oh man, I just feel like I, I don't want to say you're missing something because maybe it's not like for you. And you know, I don't mean that in a way to exclude. But if you don't like it, you don't like it. You know. I mean, it, it's nice. Like so, when I go to Gen Con. I enjoy Gen Con because to me, it's being with people who are like-minded. These are gamers in a very broad sense. I like that sense of belonging in that community. I like that. But as far as like a specific fandom community, I don't ever have a need to be a part of any of them. I guess. I need to sit and discuss this stuff. I don't, I, I enjoy it when I have a conversation with someone like, you know, like if somebody wants to talk to me about video games, I don't play video games, but I will sit and listen to you talk about your passion for video games, and I will be happy to engage in that conversation, but I'm not a fan of video. I, I couldn't tell you anything about video games. I couldn't tell you nothing. All right, so you, you, uh, you, yeah. you like Harry Potter. Let me, let me ask you okay. this. Do you like the Harry Potter aesthetic? Like when one imagines what a Harry Potter universe looks like, I'm sure we could come up with the same 10 or 15, 20 words, right? robes they kind of like the old english style of private schools which are still around uh, or as they would call them public schools oddly enough anyway uh wands you know that or you know some, would it be need to know magic and and to do that stuff would you want to dress up like that do you think it would look no uh, I, mean, I don't cause i don't want to i have no desire to cosplay anything i don't i don't want to i have nothing but respect for people that do it's I, it takes talent and skill to do that to fabricate these costumes, to come up with it, to, to sew and make them and put them. I think it's great that people do it. I appreciate it. I admire it, but I don't want to do it. Fair enough. You don't want to do it, but you, you don't want to do it. Is, is that, is, you just have no desire. Even if it were easy, it's not about the time investment nope. or money. Investment. I just, just, I have no desire to, to do it. Let's play pretend. I, I mean, let's just cut what it is. When I was a kid, okay. I, play pretend. I would pretend to be whatever I wanted to pretend to be. And now I have disposable income so I can buy 25 pounds of bullshit and put it on. 
is that's all that's changed. There's nothing different. It's, there's nothing <laughs> outside of that, you know. Or I enjoy it with my. I have a friend of mine. He's a humongous Star Wars fanatic, mm-hmm. and I am impressed by that. I like Star Wars. I think there's interesting things to talk about in it, but he loves it, and I appreciate his passion. So I can see it from your perspective of, hey, I will listen to you rant about something or talk about something that you're passionate about. That's cool. Uh, but I don't have that same connection that he would. Having said that, I love discussions about these things. Like in yes. Jay and Silent, or Clerks, it was Clerks, sorry, Clerks. Mm-hmm. The, there is a conversation between Randall and whoever the hell is the guy who's not supposed to be there that day, the guy who who's the, the other clerk, about the, the, the Death Star. And he takes the, the sort of yeah. opposing view that, hey, these guys were terrorists. They blew up the Death Star. I'm sure there was lots of contractors there, plumbers and roofers, or well, no, I mean, maybe not roofers on the Death Star, but, you know, people who were doing just general contracting labor, and they were innocent people. And then you have a contractor come up and goes, a contractor is responsible to their own conscience for the jobs that they take. It was actually a pretty cool meta discussion mm-hmm. about, you know, the good guys blowing up the fuck. It's called the Death Star. If anything ought to be blown up, is a thing called the Death Star. What blows up the planets? So, mm-hmm. I love that kind of thing. My friend, who's a Star Wars fan, is also a Warcraft fan. He's a Horde guy. I'm an Alliance guy. We talk shit. We laugh. We have a good time. That's a fun experience to have that immediate ability to do that. And when you go to a convention, or you engage, or you encounter other people similarly inclined as you, you can have those like random bull sessions and talk shit. Yay. Like I, I, I would, I, if somebody were to pose that question to me, like in that movie, I could have that conversation. I know enough about star Wars to participate in it. I could do that. I could do that. But as far as like really participating in, in a fandom in a way to where I'm going to dissect and discuss everything about it I, I i just don't i don't delve into anything that deeply and as far as well you know when i was a child i liked to play pretend and when i grew up i had disposable income so i could do that i no that it wasn't that wasn't my childhood um number one number two it just no it just no okay so so do you so i'm guessing you see fandoms then in a neutral to bad way, like maybe in, I mean, you're probably hearing me, you know, get waxing poetic and saying, okay, okay, there's some positive aspects, but we all know the darker aspects of fandom that have always well, no, been present. No. I love, I love when people are excited and passionate about something. I enjoy that. I feed off of that. It can be anything. If you are excited and passionate about anime, I don't know a lot of anime, but I will sit and listen to you talk and rant and explain to me why you love it and and tell me all kinds of things about it. I will sit there and engage in that conversation with you. I am happy to do that because I enjoy seeing somebody else's passion and excitement about something because it makes me like want to learn about it. But as soon as I leave that conversation, I'm not going to like continue it on my own. Like I'm not going to go and delve into it further. I just I just don't. But I do know that there are there's the side of some fandoms that get toxic cuz people ruin everything. And unfortunately fandoms are made up of people. And you end up with, you know, these fandoms where everybody loves the same thing, but I don't know, you you have one opinion about about it and I have a different opinion about it. Therefore, we're at odds inside this fandom. Now there are factions within a fandom 
it's, it's to me it's just crazy like why and sometimes fandoms can get so bad that they actually destroy the thing that they're fans of this can happen admittedly i'm not saying again it's, it's happened forever i mean it's it's the most common is actually not what we're talking about the nerd space is sports Sports of that's where the phrase fans comes from. Mm-hmm. It is the it is the most iconic example of toxic fan bases. Every year when some some when some team loses the Super Bowl, there's a picture of some asshat punching his TV. Oh yeah. You know, I, or, I mean, or, or yelling horrible Philadelphia things. Philadelphia Eagles football team, the Philadelphia well, yeah, Eagles the, football the team. Worst. Talk about Jesus. toxic fans. They love it and they hate it. Like they are they are, they are the embodiment of toxic fandom. Yeah, they yeah. are terrible. Passion and and rage are two sides of the very same coin. Yes. And that's just how it be, you mm-hmm. know? Like, is it Bamps an Eagles fan? I'm like 90% sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, like, yeah the Sues. The Sues, I think, likes to watch. They, they, they watch the Eagles, yeah. I don't, I don't like, think he's, like, a diehard fan. Like, I'm an Ole Miss fan, enough to talk shit when they beat, you know, whatever Indiana College they beat last year. Sorry, mm-hmm. Uh But, like, I'm not going to fly to Indiana. Yeah, it was, it was a bowl game. Oh, okay. And we, we beat some Indiana team that okay. thought they were hot shit. Anyway, and I was like, yeah, get wrecked, Indiana. You know, Central State University of, like, Odessa, Indiana, wherever. <laughs> you know? I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I went to college in Indiana, but it, they don't participate. They don't have a football team, so. Mm. And then, but then, like, I'm not going to fly there. But then, like, you know, hey, Bamps, and he, they flew to New Orleans to go see an Eagles game. You know, I'm that in the was area because it was a, it was like a radio station. Hey, come on this trip. We're gonna go here. And I think it was like a special deal thing, and it was, it was a fun thing. And you were yeah, nearby, so it was like a two for thing. They got to see you as also well as New Orleans as well. Like exactly. people from so Philadelphia, yeah. would want to go to New Orleans. Nobody wants yeah. to go like go to fucking. Nobody wants to go to Philadelphia. Rather <laughs> like, like, yeah. see a game anywhere yeah. else in Philadelphia. What's the best thing you got? Well, we got a statue of a fictional character, Rocky. He's the <laughs> one statue we built. <laughs> um, I believe Rocky Balboa, the boxer, Rocky Balboa. He, but it wasn't that iteration of. It's Balboa. a it's a statue of Sylvester Stallone. It is what it is. <laughs> no, it's a great city. Uh, this is you know city of uh, city of angels or whatever, whatever the fuck. Anyway, it's uh, it. <laughs> I'm gonna get so much shit. Oh man, no, it's great. I'm sure it's a wonderful northeastern post-industrial town. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a toxicity issue. People mm-hmm. get invested, and then a thing happens. What they don't like, and I think it's also easy to get very invested in fandoms when, frankly, you don't have a lot of stuff going on. Is that a wrong thing to say? Like people who tend to be the biggest fans, you're, you're filling a space. Like people who, I'll put it this way: the vast majority of people who are out and about and doing things probably don't have a mortgage, four kids, and a full-time job. Generally, as opposed to people who have more time, people who have more freedom, people who hmm. can risk things more. So you know, that's that's who you meet: the people who who feel themselves. And fill up their sort of the, the space of their life with phantoms. Mm-hmm. It's not being filled with kids and mm-hmm. spouse and job. You probably have like job. I, I'm willing to bet a lot of people at your average convention are on the younger side, probably don't have kids, have a little bit of money because it, t- it takes money to show up and do the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's if that's unfair. It's a vibe I felt. 
you know, or or you have your older retired people. But I think you have some perspective of being older, and you kind of like, everyone kind of mellows with age. You know, your 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 toxic fan base is your like teens to like you know thirty. That's where it gets. I think that's where your rank and file toxic people are. Wow, bolts. Is that, is that a, you think? I think it's a bold statement. All right. I, to enough. say that it's that age range, it, it's you know, it's it's you know, teen to to thirty is is your that's where your toxicity lies. Uh, I, I'm gonna go and say that anybody at any age can be toxic, um, but I do think yes, um, I think probably your more vocal people are probably that those people that have time to do that. Yes, if you are doing you know a forty hour work week and you're dealing with a mortgage and yes you have kids or or in a and or a spouse and yeah, that could take up your time. You have less time to like be online because it's generally online and you have less time to sit there and, you know, be vocal and get into arguments. And and I know there are people out there that just troll, that troll fandoms and just stir shit. I know that. that lots of trolls. Yes. But I, I just I, think I, if, you, if you have to pay $6,000 for little Timmy's braces, you don't care that this particular <laughs> incarnation of Superman sucks. <laughs> <laughs> or, or that Captain America said Hell Hydra in like episode one of a comic book. Well, and, and that's something I don't get about the fa- and maybe this is why I'm not a fan of. So, like when I talk, like if I talk to somebody and they're like, "Oh my gosh, you know, X movie sucked because they totally like uh, they negated this from this movie or from this side book or you know they they take something and." and and they just start tear it down. Like you're a fan, but they're tearing it down. And they're like, it's bad. It's bad because of this. And it's like, I enjoyed it. And they're like, no, you don't understand. It's bad. And it's like, just because that's your opinion, like, cool. That's your opinion. I'm cool with you having that opinion. I don't share that opinion. I'm going to move on with life. And then they like try to like force it on you. The idea that you can't like it. It's bad. Like, I don't like. Just stop. Like, I'm gonna give stop. you the. I'm gonna give the devil's advocate here. It's and that's if you have a good story, fine. I have no problem with anything. Like, if it's a good story, it's an enjoyable story. Whether it fits in anything else, I mean, you you like it, cool. Mm-hmm. Having said that, there are no characters that you feel would be, you know, where if you were to completely change who they are, that would irritate you. Like if Harry Potter ends up becoming, you know, the big bad in ways that are totally in conflict with how that character has always acted. That wouldn't piss you off in the slightest. It, it can't be done. I, could, I couldn't sit down, even with malicious intent, and write a Harry Potter book about Harry Potter and take that character to places that would make zero sense with that character's background and how they've acted. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, do, what, what, what do you it think about that? It would piss me off. I would go, okay, that's their... So if, 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 a, if another author or a movie studio or whatever decided hey let's do another harry potter book let's do another harry potter movie because money grab uh let's do it later in life and he you know actually he he does turn to the dark side he does something bad i'll watch it it's harry potter i'll watch it okay fair uh, enough i, I enjoy it great people. if not okay uh game of thrones i enjoyed game of thrones Everybody says, oh, my God, season eight, terrible. All, they negated everything in the previous seasons. Those people are right. I watched season eight. <laughs> I'm one of these people. I, I see what they're saying. I get it. Didn't stop me from watching season eight and being okay with it. 
fine. I mean, we, I we're just on different sides of this line. Yeah. I, so I, I, I really I, am. It's okay. To me, it was bad storytelling. It wasn't just a betrayal of characters, which I think is a legitimate thing to get a little pissy about. But it was bad storytelling. Like, it was it was bad. Like, I, I just don't know how else to say it. Like, there's a, there's an art to storytelling, and they did not do thing well. So Therefore, I was upset because season. I invested time in... And I was like, I'm hoping for the big payoff. And like, what if the end of Avengers Endgame is as soon as like, you know, Tony Stark goes to do the snap, they cut out, and there's like, you know, just just a guy farting for thirty fucking minutes. Like that's that's what it <laughs> felt like. That's what it felt like. It felt like I spent years being invested in this show. My wife Robin even got involved in the lore. Mm-hmm. We have a book with a map and like the history of the houses, <laughs> and then it was just a big old shit. Yeah, that, that sucked a bit. That kind of sucked. I'm not, not lie. And that fandom tore that down, like tore just just tore it down. They like burned it to the ground. Yes, I, I am. Okay. I am on side. Burn it down. I don't want to. Tell but you, you know I'm what? I, I'm actually sometimes tempted to go. You know what? I think I'm going to watch Game of Thrones again, starting from season one. And I'm going to watch it all again. Why not? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. I enjoyed Game of Thrones. I'll watch it again. But there are people out there like, no, it's bad. Kill it. It's burnt to the ground. Don't I'm ever not... look at it again. Don't look at it. Don't talk about it. Don't nothing with it. And it's like one if bad you season. Enjoy, if you enjoy a letdown <laughs> of storytelling, then if uh, you know, <laughs> I didn't. You. I guess I didn't feel betrayed. Okay. I'm not so emotionally invested that I felt betrayed. Maybe that's uh, it. Maybe I'm not. I'm not like. Uh, maybe I don't know what it means to be a fan of something i enjoy things but i'm not a fan i didn't get emotionally invested in game of thrones to where i sat here and like oh my god they they just ruined everything they betrayed me you know tear I, I my sleeve you, i don't know what to tell you, you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean you, but I you do. did I you did you, you got it yeah you're in it yeah i don't think yes, I've ever i am on team burning the fire like i was i was it's wow. not. Here's part of why I felt betrayed in that pillar instance. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just bad storytelling. If they had just fucked it up, I would be disappointed. If they had just made poor decisions, and it didn't work. You know, they went out there, they tried their best, they shot their shot, they had a different point of view than me. I wouldn't like it, but that's life. Mm-hmm. The reason I and many other people felt betrayed is in this particular instance is those two people, the D and D, where it is Dan and Daniel, wherever, whoever they are, got a job with Disney, and the vibe was. We're wrapping this shit up. We have this new awesome deal with Disney. We have a new thing. It's our new shiny toy. We're getting new shiny money. And they got lazy. And they let it get shitty. So it wasn't just that they failed because they tried and it didn't work out. It was they stopped giving a shit. And it came through in spades. So you have this thing that we're all invested. We're in the fandom. You know, we're in the fandom and we care and we like it. And then the guys who ran it, who we like, you know, all worshiped the ground they walked on, fucked it up because they didn't give a shit. And then the people were so mad and the vitriol so thick. And admittedly, some of it went probably too far. I'll be the first to admit, okay? But like Disney rescinded their offer. Good. That's exactly what should happen. If you if you just treat your series and your fans like that, then that's that's a shitty thing to do. They did a shitty thing. If if the accounts mm-hmm. are correct and they just said fuck it this isn't the new thing I want to do the new thing I'm no longer invested yeah, in Game of Thrones. Disney's ready to pay me some big money. I need to wrap this up so I can go do that. And and we're going to do our own story that we wrote versus this old, uh, you know, guy from the 60s. 
Yeah. So yeah, you know, that you know, guy it, was not making quick with the writing, so they had to come up with their own stuff. Is what well, I well, if they uh, uh, that's uh, that's also true. And, mm-hmm. and it, it, then I don't blame them for how bad Game of Thrones, how Game of Thrones was kind of shittier. The worst, the further they got away, mm-hmm. that's you, you try to do a thing and it doesn't work. I, I actually really respect uh, storytelling that's original that doesn't work great because you tried. You went out there and you you got in the arena to pull 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 a line from Teddy Roosevelt. Went out there, bought the fight, went in the arena, in the you know in the blood and dust, and, and gave it all your all. Okay, I can respect that. When you don't give your all, fuck that guy. So there, there, there you go. Uwe Boll. Uwe Boll has pissed off so many fandoms because he took characters in stories people cared about that was a seminal part. Stories are important. I mean, the Bible is all is nothing but stories. That's all the Bible. The Bible is just a collection of stories, and it has motivated man. It's it's a somewhat popular book. You may be aware, and it has through allegory and through story told you know what, what is the word like parables like these are it wasn't just you, here's a thing to do here's not a thing to do and you have to take commandments but for the most part the moral lessons are involved in metaphors that's the power of storytelling so that's important to people especially when they grow up with it when they learn about heroism and bravery and decency and compassion and and inequality and justice and truth you can convey these things through the medium of storytelling and so people have an affinity for the individual world stories and characters that were a part of those things that taught them those lessons in a modern way. And then someone takes those characters and shits on them, it will piss them off. <laughs> and that's a little bit justified. There we go. I've, 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 I've given you my, my best rant. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you'd be struck by lightning with all your Bible talk, but... Why? Why? <laughs> why would I be struck by lightning? Just little, wait okay. to see. Because it's going to happen. <laughs> to all the Christians out there, when I say it's a book of stories, I don't mean like it's a book of bullshit. That would be a different <laughs> podcast. I mean it's a book of li- – it's literal story. Like it's like Jesus will tell the story of the of the many talents. Like when he tells the story, that's not a literal story. He's telling a story as a metaphor for the lesson he's trying to convey <laughs> to the people of his time. My My brother always said the Bible is just like Aesop's fables. Same thing. I'm like, okay. But even even if you okay, like you can you can. I don't want to get into the religious aspect of it. No, no, no. But the actual th- that that's what Jesus too. is doing. Like mm-hmm. Jesus himself yeah, is like, I'm going he, to tell you a story terrible. to elucidate yeah. a point, and then we tell yeah. the story of him telling a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. so stories are a big deal. They are. Camera, y'all. They yeah. are. I get it. But I guess I've just never. I mean, I read all the Harry Potter books. I enjoyed them. When the movies came out, I watched them. I went, huh. Could have been better, a little different from the book, but I didn't get pissed at them for it. I didn't go, my God, these sons of bitches. Christopher Columbus, Columbus ruined it. Like I didn't do. I was just like, huh. All right, that's how <laughs> they chose to were, do it. Cool. Those movies were good though. Like they weren't. I don't think. I, I mean, in, in the Harry Potter verse, there's not a large contention of Harry Potter fans who like loathe those movies. They may object to something. Very. I think very few are just like this. Fucking sucks. Ugh. <laughs> Am I wrong? Oh, my gosh. All right. So I tried to get my sisters. I have two younger sisters. Try to get them to read when they were teenagers. The first book or book series I was successful in getting them to read, please forgive me, everyone, was the Twilight series. Okay. We just okay. Got I, know, I know. I know. Let me get my three-point harness. <laughs> so I had to, I, 
to get them to read i had to read the books too because so because they wanted to be able to talk about and this is how i they you know reading comprehension to be able to discuss the book i needed to get my sisters to start to enjoy reading they needed to do that they were junior high high school so all right this was the book series they were willing to do okay we read it, it they were terrible books they were poorly written they enjoyed it okay the movies came out they wanted to go see the movie okay go see the movie the movies were horrible the movies were horrible they were they were they were horrible they were poorly cast uh the book was poorly written so therefore the dialogue was horrible it was terrible uh, but i didn't like i didn't like jump on the internet and express how disappointed uh, i you know well, the movies were compared to the book because, you know, the book I, was actually better than the movie. I don't even know but, how to relate to this. This is like people complaining know, about the taste of a shit exactly, sandwich because of the exactly. kernels of corn in it. I, but I'm <laughs> telling that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, yeah, storytelling is important. I understand that. There, there are plenty of girls that loved the books and loved the movies. They were on board. There was a fandom. My sisters were a little bit into it. Not totally, but a little bit into it. I was just right there, like on the, the, you know, outside of that circle going, hmm, okay. I didn't like, I, I, I didn't, like, I don't understand the getting so invested in something, so emotionally invested in something that I could feel betrayed, you know, when I watch a movie and go, oh, the book, it was, you know, they, they strayed too far from the book or, you know, I, I just didn't make a difference. Okay. That's what they chose to do. Okay. It's okay. It's okay if that's what they chose to do. I don't feel betrayed. It's a choice they made. I see. Maybe I like it. Maybe I don't. But I'm not going to, like, get angry over it or cry about it or lose sleep over it or get on the get online and bitch about it. I'm not invested that way in that. So I guess I'm just not a fan of anything. I guess not. I, yeah. I guess you know you you were the you know Jupiter the lukewarm, <laughs> wow. Jupiter Jupiter the wow. Saturnine. How about that? No 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 the lukewarm. I like I like Jupiter the Saturnine. Okay, I just I don't know. I guess I just I get until I find so I guess I don't quite understand the fandom. Now again, I love to listen to people talk to me about the things they like about a fandom, but I don't like to listen to them tear down something. I don't want to hear you rant about how you hate something. I would rather hear you be, ex I would rather listen and engage in you being excited and passionate about something and telling me all the good things about it than listen to you bitch and moan about it. All right, let me, let me try a different tack. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna try to get, I'm trying to like bridge, bridge the divide here, okay? There's so, a divide? Because well, I, I, I don't, you don't understand me, but I, I understand don't. you. I, I genuinely don't understand. I understand you, but you don't because, understand well, me. Okay. I, I don't. I do not understand. Well, not, I'm not sure because you've talked about Twilight, but that's not your upbringing. Not that's mine. That's not your not uh, me, seminal no. piece of text. So it's nothing to you. I, I, I guess who else doesn't give a shit about Twilight? This guy. Most people. I didn't people. Read it. it was but horrible. So, fine. Okay. So but there was a movie called guy. Noah that came out. Okay. Hmm. Movie Noah. I Noah. saw the movie. I'm not personally religious, but I grew up Southern Baptist, so I have some mm -hmm. biblical background in like knowing the thing. I hope everybody knows the story of Noah. Right. Okay. So Noah's Ark. Here we go. Okay. They made the movie yeah. as an allegory, uh -huh. not about 
the like the, the story the story is quite literal. You know, man not listen to God, man go into water. Uh, but he made it an allegory about industrialization, possibly like vegetarianism. It was like a super liberal take on the story. Now the movie sucked because oh the movie was horrible. Yes, but do, do you understand what I'm saying? Like like the bad guys were wearing like welders hats. Like, they were metal cast, like, welder masks. And every time the dude went into the town, the entire, the town, I'm putting, like, quotes here, the town, all they did was, like, slaughter animals live. Everything was, it was like, like the, apparently, apparently this, this director's idea of, like, you know, biblical time urbanity was just people slaughtering chickens all goddamn day. That's it. There's no farms. There's no, like, shop where you buy trinkets. It's just guys hitting chickens in the head with butchers. With like, like like cleavers and wearing for some reason welder's mask without the glass visor, but like it's literally a welder's mask. Did you pick up on this vibe about industrialization being kind of bad and it being wiped off the earth? And how every time they went to town, it was just the sounds of like meat. Uh, I would I would describe it like that. Th- did you get that vibe? That that was what the movie was about. I thought I didn't get that vibe. I thought this. I sat there as I watched it. Number one, this is horrible. And then I got this was somebody's odd interpretation and that they did. They were shoehorning some things in there that didn't fit. OK, now imagine. But, but. Oh, oh go on, go on, go on, go on. So we're, so far, we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. You are in agreement that they were shoehorning mm-hmm. something into this story. Yeah. Imagine if you grew up with this story as, I don't know, the foundational belief of your faith. Mm-hmm. And you saw this guy take it and shoehorn his own personal horseshit into it. Could mm-hmm. you imagine this pissing you off? Like if I wrote a story about like, you know, Muhammad, but it was instead of it being about whatever the fuck, the Torah, the, uh, the Torah, Jesus, incorrect. Uh, wow, <laughs> wrong, yeah. wrong one, guys. <laughs> That's a whoopsie doop. Please send your letters to <laughs> Cotton. <laughs> yeah, not to me. <laughs> Sorry, the Quran. There we go. The Quran. Imagine right. if I took it, the Cor- the Quran, say as the oh. as the Muslims do Jesus. You got me doing it now. Uh, <laughs> it seems worse for some oh, reason. Wow. Anyway, if I made it about, I don't know how gay rights are important. Like that would really piss some people off. Like okay, so you, we have we have seminal texts. People who people who saw Star Wars as as young people, mm-hmm. or who saw it in their developing years, that was their first exemplar of. Heroism, bravery, redemption, mm-hmm. powerful shit. Mm-hmm. And so the characters, which are ultimately not super important, frankly, the lessons are, the heart is, heart, love, uh, truth, caring, all that, all those concepts, they're important. But they were given to this person through the vehicle of whatever medium, Star Wars, mm-hmm. Star Trek, whatever. And so that the, it, they're, they're, they're attached. It was. You know, though the, the characters and the mm-hmm. storyline, the plot, are this sort of like capsule that contains all this stuff, whether it be good or bad. Star Wars being mostly good. And then you take that capsule and then make it and like pervert it with someone else's like shitty hot take. Mm-hmm. That will piss people off. And I and I understand that. I, I can understand that as well. I have just never I, I've just never experienced it. Fair enough. I get. Uh, I don't Maybe know I'm dead it. inside. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it could be. 
<laughs> I, I, so like, I love, I love the movie Jaws. I saw it in the theaters. I love that movie. If somebody went, you know what? We're going to redo Jaws and we're just going to make it a little different, which, okay. Like, uh, you know, we'll make it a story about how it's, you know, the man is the, the evil guy in this and the shark is just being, you know, just being, a, just being his self and it's man. That's the problem. That would totally change. Like, you know, the whole thing of the original Jaws movie. Okay. I could watch it. And I may go, oh, I can't believe they ruined Jaws. And then when I got up and walked out of the theater, that would be it. So if I made a Jaws. <laughs> I mean, but, I would be like. But, mm. but Quint was a gigantic, weak-ass coward. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be irritated by that fact at all. I would I would go, I, I would be disappointed in the film, but not angry and definitely not angry enough to hop online and express my discontent. No. Well. I don't know what else. At this point, I, I don't know what else I know. to say. I know. So I guess I'm just your, not your brain a fan. is just not wired. Like, like we, not we've wired. it down. Yeah. We've looked. We've analyzed it. We've looked at it, and your brain not wired like cotton brain. No, my brain not like cotton brain. No. <laughs> but I think fandoms, like I said, fandoms are are good, but I think they can also be bad. Oh, I think they can gets, be bad. It goes there's, to an there's, extreme. There's a line. You know? militant extreme sometimes where you know the opinion is forced on you and if you think differently you're wrong it's just this terrible like toxic haiti kind of a ugh. and i i don't like that like i it's just like you you if anything you've just turned me off to the entire thing all right like, like if someone tells me that batman versus superman was a good movie which happened recently <laughs> we're not we're not we're not on the same page <laughs> That movie was so bad. It was so bad. It wasn't just bad because, oh, well, the editing wasn't very good. The cinematography wasn't great. The plot wasn't 100%, which are all fucking true. Mm-hmm. It was they took characters and had them do things those characters don't do. It did not make – this is not how people act, especially those people. It's just not how they act. It's just not – And everybody knows exactly how those those fictitious characters would act. Yes. Exactly. That, that, there you go. That's it right there. <laughs> Everybody knows <laughs> that is not how those fictitious characters would ever act. You're like, goddamn oh, oh, right. Okay. They're fictitious. Like, we could basically do anything with them. It's an interpretation. Somebody's interpretation of what they would do. Or, That's you know, very it's interesting. Just, I don't, like, okay, let them... There's no more legitimacy to, like, The Empire Strikes Back being a sequel of a Star Wars A New Hope compared to, say, like, the fanfic where Luke is blowing Vader in the... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's just a fictional take. There's no reason just a to fictional be mad. Take. It's just a different no reason interpretation to be angry. of it's the character. Somebody's interpretation, great. You can just ignore it. It's okay. Walk away and it t- enjoy the things you like about it. You don't have to worry about well, that thing over there. to the dark side, son. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I just don't under- like to get that that emotional response to get so upset about something. I don't understand. I just can't relate to that. Fair enough. I, I, again, I think we've never done down. that. I, I just, yeah. that's it. I don't want to tell you. I, I, yeah. I have those opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to like. <laughs> so what other fandoms are you, uh, you you're into? A lot of them. I, I th- well, again, I, I, I tend to argue about. Like, are you philosophy. afraid to say them now? Because, because you know. No, I'm I don't. I, I don't give a, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, okay, 
do you want me to like going like God? There's no way I did this that me ranting about like fucking DC Comics or some shit. I don't know if Go I ahead, rant, rant, rant. Apparently, this okay, is, you're up. All right, Batman. Okay, quick, quick. I'll give you the fastest one I can. Batman okay. vs Superman's bad because the, the struggle was not properly communicated. Batman doesn't like Superman for the same reasons Lex Luthor doesn't like Superman. He's an existential threat. It's the same idea as brought up in The Watchmen, where you know the concept of superheroes is inherently according to some people, fascist, or pr at least problematic. You see this brought up by Samuel L. Jackson in The Avengers. What, Nick? Whatever it is. Nick Fury. Because he says the problem is Thor. Thor represents an existential threat. There are beings out there that are super powerful. That is the Superman problem. Mm -hmm. Batman sees Superman as a threat. He is a... Because Superman's kind of like, you know, a god. Like, yeah. he's, it's, he's not like... It's not going from 1 to 2. It's going from, like, mm -hmm. 1 to 85 or 90 or 100. It's insane mm -hmm. leap, his power level. So, Batman is distrustful of that. Lex is distrustful of that. They never played on that. They never showed that Batman, who was completely mundane, and Superman, who was total god, have this differing outlook on what the implications of that. And Superman is the exact opposite of Batman in every way. He had a loving family. Batman was orphaned. Uh, he had he grew up poor in rural Nebraska. Batman is a rich guy from essentially Gotham slash New York. What? That was Kansas. Okay, sorry, Kansas. You're right, Kansas. God, you're uh, so fan. Even ah. even even Metropolis is like happy New York. Mm -hmm. It's a weird it's a weird vibe. Gotham is yeah. the dark side of that. Mm -hmm. One's light, one's they're they're polar opposites in how they view the world, and there's that disagreement there. And because Superman knows he's powerful, and he's this super good guy, that's all that holds it together. And Batman is super suspicious of that, as is Lex. They never explored this dynamic in that movie. And the Dark Knight Awakens, in the, in the Dark Knight Awakens where they do, it's an interesting philosophical difference. They have a different point of view that they genuinely... Oh, oh, uh, well, Oz is coming in saying Gotham is Chicago. I can see that, frankly. In Metropolis is Kansas City? Well, sure. Never been to Kansas. But there, there's a differing <laughs> philosophical point of view. Superman understands his power is 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 pretty crazy. And so in in that cartoon movie, which again, The Dark Knight Returns, everyone go see it, part one and two, uh, he signs up like under the aegis of the United States slash Reagan because he his own power is so much it would kind of be wrong for him to use it himself, which is an odd vibe. And he's supposed to go shut Superman down or Batman down. They don't. They fight. It's cool. In the movie, they skip all this. They, they don't show that there is a legitimate difference of opinion. These are two people with just different outlooks, and either one is respectable. Either one, you can see their side in how they disagree. The best X-Men movies get it right with with Magneto and Xavier. They have differences of opinion, and the principles from which they begin are at the very least understandable, even if you don't share them. The movie, it was just two guys get tricked into this weird, stupid fight for no reason. And then the guy says Martha, which is a weird thing, because if you're calling for your mother, like, like my mom's name is Stephanie. If I was dying, I wouldn't go, Stephanie! I'd say, Mom! <laughs> you know, like, that. I, I've never called her Stephanie ever. <laughs> like, that's a weird... You know, she's <laughs> Mom. I assume her driver's license is Mom on it. I don't know. So, th that was a weird, shitty... It, it, th so, so, these characters represent sort of philosophical ideals and when mm -hmm. you just short circuit that it's frustrating it's a fr even outside the scope of the plot not being good the characters weren't true to themselves or, or or you know batman doesn't shoot people except he has many guns on his plane he won't shoot you but he'll shoot the gas 
line to your flamethrower and you get blown up in a fireball. But he doesn't believe in guns. But that that's shitty, right? That's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rant. There you go. So what do you think about that? No, I, I mean, it's been a while since I've watched the Batman versus Superman. Um, I do remember the Martha thing and rolling my eyes like, oh, my God, seriously, that's how we're going to do this. But I guess maybe it's just maybe I'm cynical, but I, I, I don't. I don't think I went in into it with high expectations. Also, I don't know, like I'm not a big enough of a fan of Batman or Superman that I've read the comic books and I've really like thought about this and, and I, I know everything about them. I'm not like, I'm very superficial in what my knowledge is. So I guess I just go in there and I'm open to it. And then if I like it, okay. And if not, hmm, they just didn't get it right. I guess. I mean, to me, the philosophy yeah. is important. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and and like, so you're in the superhero thing. You you have a book uh, about you know philosophers de- debating you know Captain America or you know Tony Stark, Iron Man. So you are a fan. You you have delved into it to a much deeper level than I have. So I guess if you spent all this time and effort delving into it and then to be presented with something that you're like, Hey, in all of my reading and all the knowledge I've absorbed, this goes counter to it. I can see the frustration. I can understand the frustration and maybe yes, you can feel betrayed because they didn't do it right after everything you've consumed. They didn't do it right. I, I get it. I just never been there. Fair enough. Or I just have, I'm cynical enough to go, you know what? I, I just have lowered expectations. You know, if I read a book, when I go to see the movie, I just automatically walk in there knowing it will never, ever be as good as the book. So I just go in there knowing that. I, I was thinking about, like, who is the most pure character that could be corrupted? And it hit me, like, you know, <laughs> is Atticus Finch. And then they did, because Harper Lee wrote a sequel, or a prequel, one or the other. Mm-hmm. To, uh, to Kill a Mockingbird, and it was never released. Mm-hmm. But in it, Atticus Finch is a product of his time. He's a kind of racist white guy. Mm-hmm. He's not like fire-breathing murder everyone racist, but mm-hmm. in our minds, he's Atticus Finch. He is my literal mm-hmm. go-to for the lawful good alignment. Finch. You know, back, you know, like, you know, iron rod for a, for a backbone, just laying out the truth. But then there's a story comes out and people reviled it. And it wasn't even a story that she published. It was like mm-hmm. it was inherited by her kids or something. And they put it out, yeah, I guess, to cash in. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or I guess to release the last bit. But in any event, they released it. And so it took this character that people, when they were 12, 13, 14 years old, read about someone putting his finger out and laying down the truth. And in the name of God, do your duty and release a verdict of not guilty. Hell yes. And they took that guy and were like, you know, and say racist shit. I I mean, come on, you got come on, you got to see how that could really get yeah. someone's skin. Like that goes back yes. to their childhood, man. Yes, yes, I I could see if you really identified with that character and and you built it up as like you said a paladin, and then you know decades later this other manuscript gets released and it's contrary to everything you've built up in your head or that you know from what you've read in the ideal set. It goes contrary to that counter to that. Yeah, I can see you going, this is bullshit. And tossing the book aside and moving on with life. And going on the internet and... No, <laughs> I just wouldn't! 
Let me tell you one goddamn thing. Type type type. <laughs> that. Uh, the internet. Everybody think I, I. I don't know. I just. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I. I don't. I've never been so moved that I would need to express my discontent with something like that. I. I just be like. I. I just. You know. Huh. That sucks. I don't like it. And I move on with life. Well, you are a deeply even killed person. That's <laughs> that I or respect and do not share. <laughs> I don't oh. know. Maybe one day I will be so moved. I don't know. I don't know. Here's, here's hoping we can. So let me ask this: If you if you were to go to if if have you been in the presence of these fandoms? Are you immediately enamored and excited about their passion, or are yes. you a little concerned that this is a sign of mental illness? Like if you can't no, feel no, no, this, no, no, it, it no, has no, to no, seem no. crazy no. to you, right? No, no, I I enjoy it. I love to see somebody passionate about something. It makes me excited, and it, I'll I, I will sit and engage and listen to them. They can tell me. All kinds of things about. They could talk for hours, and I will just sit there with my head nodding and a smile on my face, just excited by their excitement. This is why we get along so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, kind of like, yep, without yeah. a hint of irony. I'm just nodding my head, smiling. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I see you're excited about this. This is interesting. I'm an excitable person. Mm-hmm. Which I enjoy that. With. I enjoy seeing somebody's passion about something. I don't care what it is. I may not know anything. I, I, I you know, a, a dev at work could be explaining code to me. I don't know anything about code, but my God, they are super excited about what they've done. I will sit and I will be engaged and I will ask questions and I will be a part of it. I am there with them. I have met people like you. I totally believe you. But if I had not met so many people like you, uh, I would not, because it's a, a feeling so alien to me. <laughs> to just bring, to just find joy in somebody else's. Yeah, like when someone starts telling That's, me how yeah, good like, accounting is, I'm just like, boy, I wish you would just shut the fuck up, or possibly a bird would fly in your mouth. Jesus Christ, <laughs> everything coming out of it is horrid. Uh, let's talk about Superman. Like that. <laughs> do we do you have any Superman facts we can talk about? <laughs> wow. All right, so I'm going to, that I hear, I want it more about me and less about you. Yeah, exactly. That's so let's continue with that made of thought about things that I think are cool. I want to talk about what I want to talk about. Why are we talking about what you want to talk about? Where I am so happy to talk about anybody's things. That, yeah. That's why fandoms are great, because you immediately get to be around people who have shit to say that's interesting to you by definition, because they're there. Like, you don't have, like, no one wanders into BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. To talk about how great, fucking, uh, you know, their golf game is, you know, like on the third hole of the of the local, you know, La Quinta Inn golf course, and whatever, you gotta you gotta look out for that, you know, for a slice on par three, you know, hole number five. That, I don't give a Jesus Christ, like I'm already <laughs> going to sleep. Okay, so let me tell you about an experience I had at Gen Con. I was I was sitting at at a table. I was waiting to meet some people. And I sat at this uh, table. Uh, it was like out in the, the lobby area, you know, where like near the, the food court and that. Okay. So I'm sitting at this table. This kid asks if he can sit down. And I'm like, yeah, sure. That's, you know, no big deal. I'm not taking the whole table up for it. He sits down. He's, I'm guessing, a bit on the spectrum. He proceeds to tell me in depth the plot to every single Fast and Furious movie. 
And he talks about the characters as if they are real people he knows. He is a fan of the Fast and Furious movies. I am not a fan of the Fast and Furious movies. But lightly sat there and engaged with him and let him talk about the movies, let him express himself, let him ramble on what felt like forever, but was probably probably only about 20 to 30 minutes before I finally saw the people I was meeting and said, I, so, so this was unpleasant myself. for you. It wasn't the best time, but <laughs> on some level, I felt okay with it because he was excited and he just wanted to express this passion and I could spend time letting him. It doesn't hurt to listen. And so I sat there with him when I could have easily said, oh, there, my friends got up and left right when he started because, ugh. but he just wanted to express this. Okay. I will sit there. He, it was something he enjoyed. He wanted to talk about it. Great. I will let, I will be there to listen. Yeah. Again, again, I, I you know, this was so great about you. We're so different. <laughs> We're so and different. I, you I, just I, put the table and gotten out I of don't there. Know, like, hey, sorry. Like, I, like mid sentence about, like in, you know number two or the one about Tokyo. I'm like, all right, kid, I gotta take a shit. Where's the? Where's the oh my where's god. The, where's the shitter? Bye. Wow. <laughs> I probably would have had a better. Yeah. I probably no. would have had a better lie. Like, hey, I'm gonna go get up and do something else. Like that's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there are my friends. I mean, in a crowd like Gen Con, you can point at anybody <laughs> and say, "There are my friends. I gotta go." I just at some point you just got I me mean, again, and, and maybe that's just the nature of my job because I have a mm -hmm. lot of people who talk to me on the phone, and some of them don't have anyone else to talk to on the phone, so mm -hmm. they talk to goddamn much. So I've got to be like, hey, I'm getting a call, I gotta go. Uh, uh, whoops, a doobie, it's, it's it's the old <laughs> my boss is calling, gotta go, man. Oh, back back to solitaire, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I don't think that's I, don't, I you know, but I get it. He was, and I I just. It may not be something I enjoy, that fandom, that particular thing he was a fan of, but I I enjoy his excitement about it. He he spoke about these characters as if he knew them, as if they were real people he's interacted with. He was in it. Fair okay. Enough. I, I mean it must be nice to love something so much that you can, you know, totally suspend reality and think they're people and you know them. They're your friends. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're my friends. I mean, <laughs> he, he thought these guys were. I mean, to that level, he was in it. All right. I, I get it. I get it. I mean, like, I, I just I just don't know what to tell you. We, I guess I just have people like me have that investment in there, in those characters, you know, and it irritates us when the stuff doesn't go the way we thought it should have. And, and, and there, but there's been times where characters have gone in places that didn't make sense until after it happens. So I don't want to come across like we're so rigid mm -hmm. as if our way is the only way. It's just gotta make some sense. If you take a character like if you took if you made Jaws the prequel and had <laughs> Quint be just a quivering <laughs> coward of a man who had no no spot it, it th that would irritate mm -hmm. me. This is not what the character yeah. does at all. And I probably would go bad. oh that's and I paid money for this. I, I I would be upset with it I guess. I, I would go, oh that's bad. I don't like that choice that was made. I don't like that, but I wouldn't get like emotionally <laughs> upset 
I quit. And Tim rave. Hanks shark. Oh no! I pooped my pants like that. <laughs> like that. Wow. <laughs> well, now it's a comedy. I'm gonna laugh and be okay with it. Like, oh, this is great. It's a joke movie. I get it. It's satire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. I don't tell you. Yes, it would, I don't know. I don't know what that we've... in a different way. Yeah. I mean, uh, everybody's going to experience, you know, fandom in a different way. Everybody's going to have different opinions about them. I know some fandoms look at other fandoms and look down on them. Like, Ugh, you know, I get it. They make fun of them. I get it. But again, that's just people. People are just, they ruin everything. Yeah. There, there's two different ways. There's two different tacks. One is the, this is correct because Twilight's garbage. So that fandom is <laughs> bad. The other is the, uh, was it uh, Kevin Smith take on it? He goes only at at a, at a convention do you have the Star Wars guys look at the Star Trek guys going <laughs> those fucking nerds over there <laughs> losers. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But everyone now and he, this is this is I'm paraquoting him. He says people talk all this trash about Twilight. Everybody booed. He was in front of a crowd. Boo Twilight. He goes whoa 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 whoa. Uh, here's the thing: thirteen year old girls who like vampires become eighteen year old girls who like vampires. So there's a plan and it's working. And so, so maybe that's the alternate tack with a positive spin, although <laughs> I'll bet the positive spin is one day mm-hmm. sexy golf chicks will exist. So that's maybe not the most uh, well-aged <laughs> quote, uh, to be fair. <laughs> but I don't know. It's it's more equanimous than, you know, herd or fandom bad, you know. There are, there's got to be some bad, bad fandoms. There's got to be yeah. bad fandoms. Well, They're, I like mean. The fandom is inherently bad. I don't think fandom is inherently bad. I just think people tend to ruin things, and well, like fanned up, but individual tend to fandoms. to split. They tend to you know be- develop factions within within themselves. This is true, but I think certain. I mean, and you tell me what you think. A certain individual, like certain fandoms, are better than others. Like virtually anything no. is better than Twilight. I don't think I don't think that's true. I mean, everybody has different likes. I mean, to say that well, your like is, ranks higher than my like, I think that's kind of a shitty thing to ever. Oh, so ever the people say. who dress up as steampunk are no different than people who dress up in their full Confederate regalia. It's just a different. It's, it's just a, a different, different fandom. fandom. It's a different it's the fandom. Same. Exactly. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> right. I just I feel like Ben Kenobi with like when Alderaan gets exploded. That's what just happened to Twitter for anyone who listens to this. Like, <laughs> I just felt the voice of thousands of people getting angrier and why. <laughs> I mean, I just you can't. I don't think we can rank fandoms and go, oh, these guys, you know, this is better than this one. I just I'm not gonna. I I, I don't feel like it's it's too you know. But what that reflect on the story? Like there is such a thing as a bad story, right? Like, okay, birth of a nation. Yes. The problem with this country is the Democrat and the black person. Like, that's that was the <laughs> that was the movie, you uh-huh. know, or Republic, whatever, whatever. It was, you know, like, this person had something to say. Uh-huh. Birth of a nation was a movie. It had something to say. Uh-huh. The thing it had to say is bad, like, right? Like, it's, it's bad. So people who would be fandoms of that movie and dressed up as whatever heroic character on horseback that movie you know, promulgates real or imagined or some split, that would be a bad fandom. Like people who love Birth of a Nation and want to dress up as Birth of a Nation and they love the movie. <laughs> Are there conventions they... for Birth of a Nation? Are, is I'm there just... cosplay? 
I mean, or are you just pulling day, something up and going, oh, look. I'm giving an example, and I think Twilight is a lot closer <laughs> to, Jesus, like, <laughs> to a bad, I, I think that Twilight, frankly, has very bad things to say about uh, sex and sexual health and relationships. Like, mm-hmm. like actively bad things. Not like yeah. I don't like the artistry or I think the dialogue is clumsy. I think no, no, it has no, something terrible. to it's say. It's the story about an abusive, an abusive relationship. Portrayed in a positive yes. way. It's, it's not a, yes. it's a story that's about an abusive relationship. and glorified. Absolutely. It's that's, horrible. Young girls actively, should never have read that book. Yes. That's actively bad. Like Star Wars has things you can make fun of. But at the heart of Star Wars, of all its hokiness, is a story about heroism and bravery and decency and even redemption. You can argue that it's not done well. It's it's and I, I actually think it was, it was it's okay. I think Star Wars is okay. And I think it's mostly a special effects extravaganza. But at its heart, it was trying to convey a good message. A, and I, I in think that, that those fandom, things are good. there are people that side with the Empire. In that fandom, they're, there are people that shit. side with the. They with don't. The they're just. They're, those are. Trolls. They think those they're the, the the best ones. They they're on no, that they side. No okay. one thinks okay. that. They just all think right. they have. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. No. 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 <laughs> they okay. they right. they're no, trolls. No. Like, oh, no. Okay. No one. No one actually thinks that. And if they do, they're like they're edgy. They're just being edgy for the sake of being edgy and okay. contrary. Like there's there, there's a long history of contrarianism and. Uh huh. But uh-huh. like, the the heart of Star Wars is. Kind of, sort of, okay to good. The heart of Twilight is fundamentally bad. Fundamentally, it's fu- there's no fix it. You can't redeem it, frankly, unless you wrote more book that was bad. <laughs> it was like all this shit was right. uh, so, uh, bad. Uh, uh, because <laughs> you, know. uh, you said, oh, like, like your example first was Star Wars people look at the Star Trek people and look at those nerds. I'm saying I'm not going to look at a fandom and go, oh, I'm not going to say my fandom's better than your fandom. I'm not doing that. But are are there fandoms that are inherently bad? Like in the beginning, our example of the, co- the Confederacy as a fandom. Yes. Probably not the best fandom to be a part of, but. So less good. I'm gonna <laughs> I, be I won't say okay bad. with it. I'm not gonna sit there. I'm just, you know, I'm probably not gonna hang out with you. Sorry, Cotton. But I'm <laughs> just. Saying, I'm I'm not like and and I mean that's an extreme example. I mean I get, it. but we're talking like the, the Twilight. Twilight is not Twilight is a fandom. To, it is the, a to, fandom. To the extent and it has a fandom, that, it's that bad. Love it. Yes, it's, it's like I, they they are actively supporting a bad thing. The world would be better had the book not been written. The you world would statement? be better had the book not been written. Agree or disagree? I don't if, think if, I could know. How would what, could a more uh, uh, in the world where Twilight wasn't written? Oddly enough, a more rapey book was published. Like, okay, oh my I god, no, <laughs> I mean, technically possible, but I, mean, I don't like, think Twilight introduced uh, abusive relationships or or rape. It was a world. huge step forward for for normalizing them and for backing them up and making it okay and teaching a lot of young girls some horrible lessons. <laughs> Like, you know how, like, Say Anything, the movie, taught young men, if you just persist and stalk a woman, she'll eventually date you? That's mm-hmm. bad. That's a bad thing. If you think thing. any movie from the 80s, that just, that, well, that's yeah, a whole guys, new topic. You guys were just you fucking talk up about movies in, in the every 80s. direction. It was like the Konami Code, up, down, left, oh, right, B.A. Star, and you just fucked up in every possible. I can't watch a movie from the 80s and go, wow, that's kind of, huh. Okay. It's a bit rapey, sure. isn't it? Yeah, it's you know. a little rapey. And the we funny were okay part with that. is where she had sex but didn't uh, consent to it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the punchline. 
that's the pun. Yeah. That's yeah. bad. If you're, okay. Candles, like if all you're a fan, if okay, if somebody cosplayed up as the as that character from Revenge of the Nerds and said, I love Revenge of the Nerds, you wouldn't arch an eyebrow a bit. I I oh Cottonwood. Cottonwood oh, put that Cottonwood. guy on. The old <laughs> the old mentalist. The old dopey nope at the next. Uh, again, like, that's, I'd be like, oh, that's, that's, I wouldn't. That's if that choice. guy was that's like, hey guys, choice. I'll buy you around. <laughs> not my drink, buddy. Say what you will about Darth Vader. He didn't give anybody the old Spanish fly. Wow. You know, he just cut wow. you in half like a gentleman did. He just. <laughs> like a gentleman. He just, <laughs> like, you knew it was coming. You know? <laughs> Oh my gosh! All right, all right. We've been groaning on and on about this, and I don't think we're going to get anywhere. But no. it's a topic. It, I think it's a topic with a lot of opinions. Indeed. On your side. Um, <laughs> we'll call it a day. <laughs> my goodness, what are we going to talk about next? I hope we we behave ourselves a lot better when our uh, special guest comes on. So. Indeed. Well, here's hoping. Here's here's right. like you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be I'm gonna be so locked down. And you're gonna be like you're not gonna get to say the normal things you want to say. It's so odd that you don't have an opinion right now. Do you are you sure you do not wish to elucidate further? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a cotton on a short leash. That's gonna be fun. Lotta, don't you usually use F bombs to express yourself? <laughs> 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 oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. Uh, so we're going to wrap it up then. Yep. Say good night, Cotton. Hey, good night, y'all. Hope you had a good time. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next time.